Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Tuesday edition, three, day, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. I do hope that all of you had a great Labor Day weekend. I spent mine with a lot of grandchildren, I think, and that's always a good thing. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Uh, I think he was not well yesterday, and he may be out today. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is he coming in? Uh, all right, we don't have Mr. York yet. He might have a an election commission meeting. We'll see. Regular special guest dude, Ron Hart. How you doing? Unmute yourself. Good morning. Hey, Ron. Hey, yeah. Good morning, man. Hey, so you're going to you, you're you've got just a limited time with us this morning. Yeah, yeah. I, I can come and go. I've got yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come and go. But yeah, I got something I have to do. Committed to. Okay, I've got some. Uh, I think. Uh, I hope we can get your input on what we're going to talk about today. Uh, okay. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Don't know where he is. Special guest dude, Chris Yao with Main Street Murray. How you doing? Good morning, Delk. How are you? And uh, friend of the station, Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning, everyone. All right. All right, folks. There's a lot going on around the world, but we're going to focus on local issues today. I mean, you know, uh, Don in Brazil and George Stephanopoulos just can't believe on a national level, can't believe that uh, the polling is showing Trump and Biden neck and neck, basically tied. Uh, The Democrats thought that the Russia hoax would get Trump. They thought that the January 6th committee hearings would get Trump. They thought that these indictments would get Trump. And they're just going... We haven't gotten Trump. They don't get it. They don't get it at all. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, Tucker Carlson is has openly warned that they're that they the only next step that they can do to prevent Trump from uh, getting elected is to assassinate him. And um, you know, we'll see. I don't take I don't take Tucker's words lightly. Not at all. All right, here at home. Yeah. He's the Wally Code in, in the Roadrunner situation. He's the Roadrunner <laughs> trying to get him. He is, and you, you, get him. you and Tucker are buds, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna uh, fly to DC in October for dinner with him, and yeah, yeah, we're friends. Yeah, he's okay. he's you know, he's a little bit paranoid about that. I think there's a chance, of course, he could get killed. Uh, a little smaller target now that he's only 217 pounds, but um. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think it's come to that. But this government, this deep state, you know, they're scared to death of him. When he comes in, he's going to clean house in Washington D.C. And this this deep state is very much entrenched up there. I think you're right, and uh, they they're literally their lives and their fortunes are reliant on beating trump and so that's a dangerous situation yeah he's, he's actually turning the black boat with this arrest in atlanta you know you think about trump he's kind of a killer trump he uh been arrested he's got uh you know three uh, five kids by three different baby mamas uh likes gold he's flat he's arrested full you know, he, he brags like a rap song all the time by himself. So, yeah, I think he could very much appeal to the African-American community. 
There we go. All right, we're going to talk about something local. The uh, our headlines from our local newspapers. Yesterday's Daily Herald is about the uh, reaction of the Murray County uh, School Central Office, Lisa Ventura's office, to uh, the suspension of Michael Steele, Columbia Central High School principal, who was suspended uh, on Friday, uh, September twenty fifth, for. Uh, creating a hostile work environment. He remains suspended from uh, Columbia Central High School and his duties as principal, uh, and that suspension comes from Director of Schools Lisa Ventura. Uh, the Herald's article over the weekend was an article. The uh, Lisa Ventura's office issued a press release, and uh, I think in, in important part, the article states the district did not state where the allegation originated, but explains that that would be the allegation that he should be suspended and created a hostile work environment, but explains that Superintendent Lisa Ventura notified the Sheriff's Department and the Police Department of possible presence of an unauthorized person on the Central High School campus. Subsequently, Murray County Public Schools turned its surveillance footage over to the district, turf, district attorney's office to investigate whether a crime had been committed. The statement said Murray County Schools took no further action as there was a continuing investigation by local law enforcement and no immediate threat to school safety. Now, that no immediate threat to school safety is a, is a key clause there and a, and a point of disagreement. Uh, and what they're talking about is Roy Brooks who is uh, a firefighter, not a firefighter, an EMT here in this community. And he has been indicted in connection with a May 4th incident where there was an active shooter report at Central High School. Uh, all of law enforcement in Murray County reacted, including uh, Columbia PD SWAT team. And apparently Mr. Brooks uh, showed up at the high school uh, in SWAT gear with an AR-15 rifle and joined in with the SWAT team uh, entering school property. Uh, even though he was unauthorized to do so, he has been indicted by a Murray County grand jury alleging that he uh, carried a weapon onto school grounds without authorization. Mr. York, good morning. We got you. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing after a good Labor Day weekend? We're doing all right, Mr. York. How was yours? Awesome. Nice and easy. Good. Good deal. Good deal. All right, Main Street Murray, Chris Yow, you also released a new article uh, online over the weekend. It'll be in the uh, print edition of Main Street Murray, which comes out tomorrow. Uh, you want to summarize it or read it? What, what does your article say? Yeah, you know, Delk, uh, this this particular story is is almost identical to 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 kind of what we talked about before and what we've talked about on this show without me putting it in print. But what we do have that's a little bit new is, and and many people in the community, at least two thousand people, have, have viewed a YouTube video with the audio recording of the initial meeting between Doctor Steele and. Uh, Lisa Ventura, and that was posted by Chandler Anderson, not by me. I want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> I did not right. post right. that. Uh, Chandler Anderson posted it. Uh, but what we do have is, uh, you know, obviously Dr. Steele remains on suspension currently. He does. For, and, for, and the allegation is uh, host, he created a hostile work environment. That, that is, that is what – Because he that stood is, up and he asked a question. That is only – 
what that creates he says. a hostile work environment. All right, Gabe. That's, I, I uh, think we, I think we need to point that out. that that is that is strictly based on what Doctor Steele has said. That is not from the school system. That is not an official word. That's what he says he was told. I have no reason not to believe him. I'm just I just want to point that out that this is only his side because we have not and cannot get a uh, a statement from the Murray County school system. Okay, they do not con- uh, comment on personnel matters, which is well. I, I I don't mind sharing. All right, Gabe, um, what's up on on the Friday, uh, August 25th, that he was suspended. You know, I did request an immediate meeting with uh, Miss Ventura. You know, I was afraid of. Number one, um, the optics of that suspension right in the middle of, you know, what I believe is the school system having a lack of transparency, a lack of communication. And, uh, you know, I asked Ms. Ventura the question, did you go into Central High School that day with the intention to suspend Dr. Steele? And her answer was no, she did not. When Dr. Steele stood up, he asked a question um and and ultimately i mean we, we can which is in this the, this the question which is in the story was did you or did you not tell me that you felt like he was a threat and should have been arrested in may yes or no because you did correct that was the question correct and, and, and then you know she went on to say did i also not state and tell you not to not to share this information and um you know and then she asked him basically you can leave or you can go to your office which he said I'll dismiss myself and so you know i i think that honestly when we really look at this uh this is uh was it the best timing i don't think it was the best timing but number 1 i don't think it was belligerent in the words that they used in the email they sent to the school board i don't think it was belligerent in any way i think that as the leader of that school he has been done wrong from the beginning. Um, the lack of transparency, the lack of communication out of that office is wrong at its core. And ultimately, you know, I'm offended on behalf of the school board members in the fact that, you know, she, she states in that audio, she met with the city of Columbia mayor as soon as, as soon as she found out. That's appalling, quite frankly, that somebody that has no purview over the Murray County school system is being briefed on the matter while they're, while her boss, the Murray County school board, doesn't even find out until I call them last Wednesday. Or hey, Gabe. Yes, Gabe, sir. Don't you have a courthouse to build? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. York, you know I'm, I'm tired. Look, of, I'm, 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 I'm no, you, I, I disagree with citizen, you wholeheartedly. As, I'm as tired of. Pe- I am tired of t- people telling me to stay in my lane. Wait, this is my wait, community. No, stop, stop, stop. Mr. This York, is Mr. my York. community no, no, that on. I live in, that I serve in, that I have constituents in that school system. So don't tell me to stay in my lane. Are, I won't. Are you, you saying that, that because that, you have no jurisdiction over the school board? You are a county. I don't have no jurisdiction. I'm going to start voting no to every single funding request that comes through that Murray County Commission. Mr. York, I'll are, you, are you serious right that. now? Are, 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 I've lost trust in the school system. Are, are you serious right now? Because this this is mind-blowing to me, that, that you're telling the uh, citizens of this county that they should not be concerned I'm, I'm not, not only I'm not you. only a commissioner, Mr. York. I'm a member, I'm a member <laughs> of this community. Making, when you start challenging the decisions of a director of schools that you don't to keep have them accountable. The board has the accountability uh, stick to keep her accountable. 
you can voice your comments all you want to, but you're directly criticizing. You just told him to stay in his lane. That she did. So, Mr. so can he talk lane. or can he not? You just told him to stay in his he, lane. Should he, he be able talk. to talk or not? He did, can talk, but he can't talk with authority because he has I, no authority over that director. That's his lane. My lane is I'm a concerned community member. I'm not sitting up here speaking as uh, Murray County Commissioner for the Eighth District. I'm well, up I here say speaking you got as a courthouse to build. Go build that courthouse. Mr. York, <laughs> I wow. think you need to stay in your lane. Wow. That's 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 very disheartening, James. Seriously, that's very yeah, that's disheartening. The simplest thing you know, to shut somebody's opinion down, Mr. York. You can't. That, that's not how it works. And, and coming from you can't a tell for, coming from opinion on something. Yeah, you coming from spout opinions all day, except five days a week, four, whatever it is. But I mean, you know, I I don't have any problem with criticizing, directing, like get wrong. Go, or, or go ahead, move on after that. But when you want to take issue by issue on what the director did, that is not your responsibility. That's the school board's responsibility. No, that's uh, I wholeheartedly uh, disagree with you. And the yeah. fact that um, I'm no, I'm first a community yeah. member and a citizen of this community first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, 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 we've all got an interest in what goes school, on. He's in public a great schools. principal. Turn the school around, correct? Has he not turned the school around by any form of metrics you guys look at? He, he absolutely has. Ron, that's trying to micromanage what the director is Well, you, well some, sometimes the director of the school makes a bad decision, no, 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 Mr. York. Okay. And that's the board that challenges I, I, I agree with that statement. All right, we, we've got some recordings. And, folks, let me let – me, this is sort of – we all know, you know, we've all know – we've read articles. We know what happened, what this all revolves around. Let me try to set it up. Back on May 4th, there was an – May 3rd. May 3rd of this year, there was an active shooter call at Columbia Central, Central High School. It turned out to be false. Obviously, though, what happened is all law enforcement in Murray County got out there, SWAT gear, the whole nine yards, you know, the emergency teams. Everything reacted, and by all accounts, really reacted well and timely. But what happened, what was learned by Lisa Ventura and the central office within a few days was that Roy Brooks, who is an EMT and not a member of any law enforcement uh, at all in Murray County, joined in. He, he drives up to Central High School, puts on his tactical gear, gets his AR-15 out of his vehicle, and joins in with the group of officers who are uh, reacting and entering the school grounds in response to the active shooter situation. Uh the uh, apparently uh, Lisa Ventura uh, and the folks in the central office in Murray County School System knew about this, uh, discussed it with authorities, the district attorney, the sheriff, whomever. Uh, and according to the article in the Herald, actually provided some video surveillance and uh, to authorities. But the uh, Dr. Michael Steele. The uh, principal of Columbia Central High School was not informed that an unauthorized person had been on his school grounds with an AR-15 until uh, September 22nd, which August, is August. I mean, August 22nd, which is August 22nd, which is like, you know, Tuesday. Week, yeah, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And neither was the school board. Uh, Michael Fulbright, chairman, or the rest of the school board were not informed uh, that an unauthorized person had been on school grounds 
back in May with an AR-15. Uh, so we've got a couple of audio tapes that are the center of this. This led to, uh, you know, friction between uh, Principal uh, Steele and Director Ventura. They had two meetings. One was on September, uh, August, excuse me, August 22nd, uh, between Director Ventura and Principal Steele and one other assistant principal, I think. And then the other was a meeting out at Columbia Central High School on August 25th, where uh, Director Ventura spoke to the faculty there at Central High School. And again, these folks uh, did not know up until that time that back in May, a, an unauthorized person with an AR-15 uh, allegedly had been on the grounds, a person who's since been indicted for that. So let's... Uh, Let's take a break and come back and try to figure this out. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Three News with a View, Tuesday edition. I hope everybody had a great Labor Day. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is not feeling well. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York is with us. How are you, man? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. A couple of very special guest dudes. Uh, first of all, uh, Chris Yao with Main Street Murray. How you doing? Good morning. Doing well. And Chris is the author of an article that uh, has just been posted in Main Street Murray regarding what we're talking about. And Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard, uh, friend of the station. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning, everyone. And uh, Ron Hart. It's Ron Hart Tuesday. I'm not sure if he's out there or not. Ron, are you out there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. I'm here. All right. Native son, favorite son, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. What we're talking about is sort of a complicated situation. May uh, 3rd of this year, uh, Central High School here in Columbia gets an active shooter call uh, matter of fact, I think the call said that there were six people down already. It did. And uh, so, of course, law enforcement, emergency folks, everybody reacts. And and the good news in all that is apparently they're 
their reaction was timely and well. And should be applauded. And, and yeah, that's what I'm doing here. And uh, so that's all good. But uh, Roy Brooks, uh, uh, a, a, he was an EMT, uh, shows up, jumps out of his vehicle, according to reports, in tactical gear with an AR-15, and apparently joins in with the, uh, by the reports I've heard, the Columbia PD SWAT team who are entering school grounds. Uh, Roy has been... Uh, since, I mean, I think it was last week or the week before, he was indicted by a Murray County grand jury for uh, for allegedly unauthorized carry of a rifle onto school grounds to wit Columbia Central High School. Uh, apparently within a few days, uh, a week of this incident, uh, it came to the attention of director of schools, Lisa Ventura, that there was an unauthorized individual on school grounds with an AR-15. She took that information to uh, the district attorney and law enforcement and along with some video, I think, from the school. However, principal of the school, Dr. Michael Steele, was not informed uh, all summer that an unauthorized person with a uh, director of Ventura did not tell him that an unauthorized person with an AR-15 entered his, allegedly entered his school on May the 3rd. Uh, He learned about it two weeks ago, September, uh, nope, excuse me, folks. August 22nd. September on my brain. Uh, He learned about it two weeks ago, August 22nd, in a meeting between Director Ventura and Dr. Steele, principal of Columbia Central High School. Also, apparently, the Murray County School Board uh, was not informed of the allegations uh, uh, and actions of Mr. Brooks on May 3rd. All right, we've got a couple audio tapes. They're pretty long, but we're going to play them. The first is an edited tape from August 22nd, two weeks ago. Uh, Director Ventura and Dr. Steele uh, met, and I think maybe there was an, ass, uh, an assistant principal present. Uh, Miss uh, Sonia Cathy. Okay, but it was basically a private meeting. Uh, in this, you're going to hear that Dr. Steele uh, says that he's learned of Roy Brooks uh, uh, being allegedly being on his campus May 3rd with an, uh, an AR-15 unauthorized by any law enforcement. And uh, he is upset that and and confronts Director Ventura because he's upset that he's not been informed all summer uh, about these activities, and he's he's uh, expressed his concern about perhaps the ongoing threat that Mr. Brooks, in in, in his view, might uh, present to Columbia Central High School. He makes a reference to a Jonathan Barry here. Jonathan Barry is also works. In the central office with Lisa Ventura, he is director of uh, security secu- security for Murray County School Systems. Uh, so let's uh, let's uh, play it, Coach. And this is September, October, August twenty second, two weeks ago. Private meeting between Director Ventura and Dr. Michael Steele, Principal Columbia Central High School. It is edited, folks. Uh, to focus on what may what is the friction between 
you know what the the, tu- the Tuesday meeting and the Friday meeting. Well, we're 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 trying to figure out what's happened between Doctor Steele and Director Ventura and what's led to his suspension. So it's edited to try to focus on their differences and what's led to Doctor Steele's suspension. All right, let's play the tape. So what's going on? Lisa, thanks for taking the time. I know it was a, a very impromptu. No. Uh, I'm just going to r- run down the whole story. Uh, I, I had someone contact me yesterday and said, hey, I, I wanted you to know this because this is your school and you should have known about this. Uh, this guy that we were talking about, this Roy guy, uh, Brooks, coming to the game, starting problems. He came in your building during the lockdown in May with an AR-15 and you know, was impersonating a police officer. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I, then I called Jonathan, as you know. Jonathan said, yeah, that did happen. And um, that happened in May. And I just found out about it August 22nd. I should have known, as soon as y'all knew, I should have known that that was a potential threat. This guy was being treated for post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, he tried to recently run somebody off the road, according to the police report. And I had no idea. My SROs had no idea. We had no idea that this was a, this guy is a prototypical guy that would come up and based on all the things that we learned about this gentleman, it would not be surprising if he ended up doing very, a lot of harm and we should have known about it up front. And so I'm very, very concerned about that. I understand. Um, so, um, There's a lot that happens that that people can't know. Um, you have SROs in this building that uh, work for the um, lead law enforcement agent for um, all of Murray County, and he is well aware of the situation and um, continuously tells me that he would be honored if Roy would come and work for him. Um, so we have a um, we have a lovely turf war going on. Um, there is a lot going on behind the scenes. I'm working with TBI and I'm working with Brent Cooper. Um, this cannot, this should not be discussed. We have we also have a federal lawsuit that is in play um, with the city of Columbia and possibly with Murray County Public Schools. I mean, he has seen the videos. He has. Um, if I did that, and I'm qualified to do that as well with the same training, I would be arrested. That's exactly. That's, and that's what I expected to happen when I showed Bucky the videos. Just for reflection, I, mean, I asked Sergeant Duke didn't know at all, and neither did the SROs. No, they, their command staff never told them about any of this. Right. Right. Which is which is very obviously very troubling, and I get I understand the need for all the variables impacting confidentiality, those kind of things. It's just that it's not even really confidentiality. It's really um, it is. I mean, we could have had at least a picture or talked to the SROs about this guy's the suspicion of him being unstable. He just tried to run somebody off the road. He's got tactical experience. He has an AR-15. We could have at least, I wanted to be at least informed so if I saw this guy walking up, I could recognize him and do something in case he did, in case he did decide to lose it. I don't know. I mean, you never know nowadays. And he just lost his career job and people are questioning his character. I don't know. I mean, I read the article about him being treated and being in a dark place. I mean, that was very concerning. And uh, my, I've treated PTSD patients for years, and 
I'm very familiar with it. I'm, I know what cap- they're capable of doing from the, from the far spectrum. Uh, that's all. I mean, I, I don't know. Okay, that's the end of that. That's, that is the August 22nd meeting Tuesday, Ventura and Steele meeting together. Let's, uh, let's flash forward now to September 25th, Columbia Central High School, a faculty meeting. Uh, in this meeting, the faculty, Director Ventura uh, informs the faculty as to what happened on May the 3rd uh, with and the allegations against Roy Brooks. And you're going to hear some angry faculty members. And then finally, you're going to hear Dr. Seal basically stand up and say, Director Ventura, that's not what you told me on Tuesday. Uh, let's listen and, you know, let the listener decide whether that's well taken. Coach, that's going to take us over. We may not even have another commercial break this uh, show. But let's play the audio from the meeting that happened, what, three days later August 25th, Columbia Central High School, a faculty meeting. Lisa Ventura is speaking. Apparently, Sheriff Bucky Rowland is there. Uh, Dr. Steele is there, as well as, uh, I understand, many, it wasn't a mandatory faculty meeting, but many, many members of the faculty. And you're going to hear them asking direct, Director Ventura uh, questions. And then finally, here, Dr. Steele. Taking us to the events that occurred here in May. Um, our response to law enforcement was amazing. Um, I think you all here, uh, for those of you that are new to Central, um, in May of last year, we had a, uh, it turned out to be a robocall, thank God, but um, we had a call if there was an active shooter at Central High School. Um, I immediately dropped my knees and then went for my keys and, and was going to head to Central. And then I was told, oh, no, no, you have to head to Instant Command. Um, so I, I wanted to get here and had to go to Instant Command. By the time I got to Instant Command, it was determined that it was a robocall. Law enforcement had already, I mean, within 44 seconds, law enforcement was uh, on the campus of Central High School. And we are proud and excited about that. Um, I want you all to know as, as Lion Nation, as Central High School staff, my thoughts were only of you and the students here. My job is to get you home safely to your families and to get children home in one piece. That is my number one priority. That is the, the pinnacle of my responsibility in this job. I take that very seriously. I have sat where you are sitting right now. I have been responsible for 30 plus children in a room on a good day, knowing the weight of that responsibility. But when those bad days come, that weight is even heavier. And I feel that, and I know that. Again, I can't emphasize enough that that what I am here to talk to you about has nothing to do with me, personally or professionally. It is irresponsible to spread rumors and untruths about a week after the um, event here in May. Uh, I was notified by a, uh, by, by a city employee um, that something may have occurred. My immediate phone call was to the man in green at the back of the room, the lead law enforcement man in Murray County, Sheriff Bucky Rowe. 
an investigation is started, is continuing, I cannot impede that investigation. I cannot spread false rumors about that investigation. I will not be a part of that. But it was brought to my attention, the reason why we sit in this room today, that there has been a call to arms about that investigation, that there has been um, questions about my response to that investigation, and I can assure you that Sheriff Bucky Rowe and Chief Jeremy Nelson and I work together. Your safety is, I mean, I think it's paramount to me, but it is really paramount. I mean, that's their job. That's what they do. At no time did we feel that you were unsafe other than when that roll call came in. We are confident in the response that law enforcement gave. I mean, we all applaud the officers in Metro for the Covenant shooting that immediately took action. That is what happened here. So was someone who is not an active law enforcement person in this school with an AR-15? No. So you're telling me that no one came and added to part of the SWAT team and came in the school in tactical gear that is not an active police officer in Columbia. I am telling you that as a citizen, if I thought that a crime was committed, I went to law enforcement. I'm asking, did someone come in this building who was not an active duty law enforcement? I cannot do the investigation and tell you all the facts of which. So, so, so how do we trust that when we're in an active shooter situation, I was in this building with my children I understand. and someone came in who's not a police officer. I have concern about that with an AR-15. That is a felony. How am I to trust that when the, when the police come in and when law enforcement come in my classroom with their guns, how do I trust they're the good guys now? How do I do that? My kids were here. My husband was standing outside. He would have loved to have walked in this building, but he didn't because that's not what you do. That's against the law. And if we're letting in, someone in and we're not prosecuting them fully. As a citizen, all I can do is turn that over to law enforcement. But why did you not tell us? Why were we kept in the dark? Because How are we supposed to trust? Why was he not arrested immediately? Amen. Why? I don't arrest people. <clears throat> You, I, I feel very strongly that you should have told us. I feel betrayed by my school district. I feel like I've been left out on a lurch. I will question. I sat with students crying that day. Crying. I was texting with my own children, hoping that I was going to come out of here alive. And now to find out that there was someone in this building with an AR-15 who has issues with some of our teachers here... That is not okay, and that should not be under the rug. The, the, the facts will bear out that that is somewhat of an exaggeration. It is not exaggeration. You t you talk to teachers who that person has a problem with and addressed in the community. I feel that the facts of the case will bear out that you have not been given all information, and just like. Any trial that we see on TV or we um, get little bits and glimpses of, then sometimes 
We assume guilt right away, and that may or may not be true. Well, I think what you've done is open the door with this by, by, by not talking to us, by keeping us in the dark. Mm -hmm. And you I have opened the door to what about when, it, when everybody's daddy's going to show up at the door with their AR-15s? Are we just going to let them in and say, hey, and I think that law enforcement is responsible for keeping us safe. Only law responsible for, no, not, I mean, we, we have lots of measures in place as Murray County Public Schools. In an active shooter situation, it should only be law. The situation that presents itself to me is my response has to be I must notify law enforcement. I cannot let rumors, irresponsible um, allegations impede that investigation. And you should have come to us. You I should have been forthright with us. I cannot come to you. That's terrifying. Well, I understand, but couldn't our administration be notified? I mean, if you couldn't come to us, here's, here's my thing on this. We're blindsided now because we all set through PD. You would have been blindsided that day. No. I, 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 I know. Uh, we were, I, I had an AR-15 pointed two inches from my nose. I don't need to hear your comment on it because I'm getting told if I leave my door propped open, I'm getting a $500 fine. That is correct. You know what I'm saying? So... I think we need to be notified if a civilian who even get, if he's out on our premises with an AR-15 dressed up like SWAT. I know if I dress in my scrubs and go over to Murray Regional in an operating room and walk in and say, hey, I'm here to do a surgery, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to be on Channel 2 News. And again, the facts of the case are being misconstrued. Can you tell us any of those facts? I know who the person is. I can tell you that a city employee questioned the response. I immediately called law enforcement and there is an ongoing investigation. I just want to say something. I wasn't going to, but I want to say something. Did you or did you not tell me in a meeting that you felt like he was a threat and should have been arrested in May? Yes or no? Because that you because you said that, and Miss Kathy was in that meeting. And Dr. Steele, I also told you that you were not to leave this room and talk about this. No, you did not. No, you did not. And we, we can let everybody listen to that if you if you like to go down that road. But here's the thing for me, and that is is that and I'm sorry. I love you guys. I love the staff. I'm going to do what I have to do to keep them safe. And I'm not targeting. I'm, I'm doing so what's right. I'm not being an investigation. You you threw the sheriff under the bus in that meeting and said it was all on him and all on him. And you told me. He knows it's all on him. You told me you thought it was a threat that day and that he should have been arrested in May. And I didn't find out. I still haven't found out by my district. I found out by a citizen. I still haven't talked to anybody in my district leadership that should have told me in May that there was a guy in my school with a gun. No, I, I, I'll, I'll dismiss myself in this meeting. Hey, walk out the door. Okay, folks, that's the end of it. You've heard the two meetings um, where uh, Director Ventura on Tuesday, uh, August 22nd, and then the last was Director Ventura in front of the Central High School faculty on Friday, August 25th. You heard some angry faculty members that their uh, their administration, which would be Dr. Steele, principal of the high school, and they had not been notified of the presence of an unauthorized person with a uh, an assault rifle in the school back on May 3rd. 
Uh, they're very upset about it. And then uh, you hear Dr. Steele jumping in the end in apparent uh, defense of his faculty who are very upset, uh, saying, you know, Director Ventura, you know, and this is Steele saying this, uh, what you're saying here today, that they, they're safe, that there's no ongoing threat, um, is that's not what you were telling me uh, three days ago in our meeting. So you've heard both uh, uh, audios now, and one thing's for sure, whatever the reason for Dr. Steele's suspension from Columbia Central High School is contained within the audio that you just heard. Uh, so I'm going to go to Chris Shaw with Main Street Murray. Uh, Chris, what's your reaction here? My reaction is exactly what it has been from the beginning, and I feel like what what we know versus what Lisa Ventura has has said in both of these is you know is very simple. She felt like he was a threat based on the conversation that she had with Doctor Steele. I'm not sure if. The Friday meeting was supposed to be a a calming measure, maybe. Uh, that being said, because obviously between Tuesday and Friday, things got pretty out of hand via social media, via you know word of mouth, et, et cetera. So I'm not sure what her thought process was. What I do know is this. Uh, Dr. Steele has a a legitimate complaint i feel like and this is my personal opinion that if if some people in in the community were briefed such as like you said gabe the the mayor uh, and chaz I, i don't understand how it would have impeded the investigation to tell leadership of that's a snippet there's no truth to that I've talked with legal counsel. I've talked with. No, I understand. I'm just saying. Right, Gabe, I'm what, saying if if that's the case, yeah. if if, so, if Chaz Mulder can be can be briefed, then then, then Dr. maybe her Steele boss should have maybe been her briefed. boss and maybe the and leader of that me. school. Yeah, I think that's great. So I've got several takeaways. Number one, these rumors. Well, the rumors were facts that she stated, and, and I know we were only able to play a piece of the audio, but you know, in that first audio, Ventura states multiple times that Brooks should have immediately been arrested, that he was a threat. And then in the auditorium, she she just discounts that whole thing. And so I do agree. I think it was meant to be a and that measure. That, that, but, that apparently, though, but, is what gets Dr. Steele to jump up and speak. But, exactly. The problem is there is that, no that's trust. That's the faculty meeting. Yeah. There is no trust out of her mouth. There's no trust and integrity in the system of that. You know, she straight, she states three different times uh, that Brooks was in the building in that audio. And I hope we can continue some of those other clips. Um you know, Ventura never asked Steele to not share this information. Um, Ventura, she did. She did say, "We we we can't, should not. We, can't, we should not. We should not discuss yeah, this." That is what correct. she said. So, so I want to focus on a couple things in the full audio. And again, right, I, I, I'm going to try to get this out there. Uh, if we cannot go back and hit this, but uh, this whole she actually states in the audio that she went completely over Bucky's head into the TBI. 
Um, I've spoke to the TBI, multiple other sources. I've talked to the district attorney. I have talked with the Chris, TBI. Chris, you've and, talked and, to the and, TBI, and, right? And, and there is no record that Lisa Ventura ever reached out to the TBI, and there is no TBI investigation. That is garbage. And, and the whole the whole problem here is there is a lack of trust in that office, and um, still should be reinstated in every grounds and has every right to be reinstated. Um, he had a he had a right to stand up. And, and basically, think of it, if we were in that room that day, and we're sitting here listening to the nonsense in that room, I think we also have an obligation to stand up and say, no, wait a second. We just had a totally different conversation two days ago. What changed between Tuesday and Friday? Tuesday, he was in the building. And again, this is not a Roy Brooks conversation for me. This is a Dr. Steele reinstatement conversation. Um, but the, the half-truths and the rumors, she started them. The buck stops at her. Lisa Ventura, she needs to, she needs to right this wrong. And, uh, the community needs to reach out to your school board members and do ev- anything and everything you can. There's a school board meeting tonight at six o'clock at Horace Porter. Uh, will not allow be allowed to speak. I've been told because there's not an agenda item. But we're asking the community to show up. Wear purple. Show up and, and just show support to Doctor Steele. He's a good thing for uh, Murray County Public School System. He's a good. He's a he's an amazing leader in that school district. I think that. I think there are things that have come out, you know, since this, right. and I think our response was great. I think we got some work to do. All right, Gabe, thanks. Miss York, your take. Well, you know, the worst thing that ever happened in this community is back in 96 when I was vice chair of the school board, and there were allegations of sexual harassment of a principal in Spring Hill, which resulted in an investigation that we could not talk about, which resulted and the principal taking his wife's life and also his. That's the worst thing ever happened in Murray County. And I think this is, you know, there were two recordings, two conversations. I think Mr. Steele overstepped his bounds because as an employee of a director, there are some conversations that are sacrosanct, and should not be discussed. And I'm kind of like Chris Yao. I think what Lisa was doing when they had the meeting at the school was trying to create a common effect so that people wouldn't get over anxious about working and looking over their shoulder all times of the day. I think she's, you know, she's tried to handle that situation as best as she can. Uh, but I think the law enforcement should have been on top of that in, in front, both uh, also, and uh, Bubby, uh, but but yeah, they did Bucky Rowland, I mean. Bucky Rowland, yeah, Bucky Rowland. But you know, it when you're working for someone and stand up in a commit uh, um, um, a meeting of a lot of people, and you tell your boss that's not what you told me, that's that's a problem. And and he has enough experience to know there's a certain decorum that you have when you have a superior and he should have realized that every employee should realize that but i think if the situation is under investigation let it be under investigation we can talk about it we can have our peace about it but it's nothing we can do and i think the school board has a responsibility to deal with the director if that's a problem 
but the director has a responsibility to investigate things or work at certain things that she doesn't share with everybody. She doesn't share with the principal. I know people asked us all from Spring Hill School, well, what's going on? What's going on? We could not but you knew make about it. any statement. We but, could not make but, any statement. But you statement. knew about it because because district leadership told you about it, and they should have. Yeah, we we knew about it, but maybe there's something. There's a reason why she didn't tell. You know, no, there, there's no there reason, closely. Mr. York. There's there no reason. reason. She's briefing That's the your, city of right, Columbia right, mayor and has on, no but, purview. I mean, Chris's you point don't is know that, that Gabe. The, the school board was informed, and in this case, the school board I don't know what was not informed. informed. I do All know right. that. She states that All in right. her own audio. Okay, folks, we got like two minutes. Ron Hart, you heard any of this? You, you, can, can you heard enough to comment on it one way or the other? Yeah. Uh, she's uh, she's elected or she uh, appointed by appointed. the board? Appointed by the board. Hired by the school board. About the board, so sounds like it's just internal hurt politics. I, I'm on his side still. It didn't sound like he overreacted in that meeting. She told him something and, and based put him on the spot. I mean, she knew about the AR on campus. She didn't tell him. He's a little upset. I thought he was very measured and sensible. He's done a great job at the school. These were being you know, played out in front of the public, and he was hurt. And he stood his ground. I like it. All right, you're sort of breaking she up, Ron. Needs to go I think, before he needs to go. I think, I think we got the amen. I think we got the gist of it, uh, Chris Al. Um, yeah, she needs what, to go before he needs to go, Del. One last thing I want to say. I, I want to say this, Chris Al. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Lisa is getting a lot of of heat for this, and, and and the reason that she's getting heat is because her circle was two people too small. I think Michael Fulbright and Michael Steele both should have known, but I do think that'd be the chair of the school if, board and the principal of the school. If those two people had board, known, you think if they had been informed, then she would have done a few days everything of May correct. 3rd. Yeah. She would have done the, everything. The, the lies are the problem. That's, Chris, the, yeah. that's there, there, there's a, there's a, there's a pattern of lies and it needs to change. There needs to be a trust in our Murray County public school system. And it starts with the director. All well, right. There's a little trust in the County commission right now, Gabe. Mr. York, wholeheartedly disagree. Your little one-off comments, they have no bearing. They do. Yes, they do. Mr. York, we appreciate your comments. And uh, and I hope we've tried to get we've tried to get it all out there where people can uh, make up their own minds, I hope. All right, we'll see you tomorrow.